and really that's where the name came from. Um, as we were praying about what we should call it, we had a lot of different things thought of, but really we came back to the fact that this is supposed to be out of the overflow of our hearts that we give back to others. Welcome to Walk With Me, a ministry of Cornerstone Church. Hi, my name's Tori and I'll be your host. Sometimes when I want to make a new friend, I'll say, come walk with me and we'll talk. My goal for this podcast is that we as women would walk together and enjoy sweet community in Christ. Today in our program, we have Tammy Hicks. So Tammy, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us what we're going to talk about today. Okay, my name's Tammy Hicks, and I'm a real estate agent by day, and am the president of the board at Overflow Thrift Store. Okay. Um, and so that's what we're going to talk about today is what about Overflow. So you operate a thrift store called Overflow, and I know that used to be a something called something different, and now it's called Overflow. Tell us about like the idea and now the reality. Yeah. How'd that come about? Yeah, so we started a little store in Nevada called Leftovers. Um, I guess it's probably been six years ago, um, which was basically a way for us to use stuff that people were leaving behind in apartments that we uh, have for rentals. Okay. Um, and then give all the money away. Like, really what were you finding? Whole point. Uh, everything from a pair of UGG boots to dishes wow. to furniture. They just um, left them? They just leave them. Tenants leave a lot of stuff behind. Mm. And so uh, we were getting tired of throwing that stuff in the dumpster right. and bringing it to the landfill. Um, and so we decided to do something about it and started that little store in Nevada. Right. And at that time, we were only open like one uh-huh. one Saturday a month. Right. Um, and we would have a big sale. And all those monies would go to sponsor orphans through Children's Hope Chest. Oh, okay. And so in that... How'd you find out about that? Children's that process, Hope Chest. Um, Children's Hope Chest. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Century 21, uh, the company I do real estate with, mm-hmm. they actually um, started um, sponsoring a couple of different um, villages or care points, uh, is what they call them, in Uganda. Okay. Um, and so that's how we started sponsoring kids through that program, oh, okay. uh, was through Century 21. Got it. Yeah. So you were doing this store called Leftovers mm-hmm. in Nevada just once a month or so. Mm-hmm. And what changed? Why did you decide to do it more seriously? Well, um, we I just started thinking about how it could be bigger and better and oh. that we could um, make more and give more away if we were able to move it to Ames somehow. Uh-huh. And about the same time, there were two others from Ames, um, Kathy Twido and uh-huh. Mike Schultz, who were kind of on the same wavelength. They were thinking about starting a thrift store, but didn't really know how. Um, And we had mutual friends who said, hey, Kathy, you should go talk to Tammy. Mike, you should go talk to Tammy. And so none of us knew each other, um, but really God had us on the same path. Yeah, he was almost going before you, saying, this is what I want. Yes. I'm putting these people in place. Yes. And so the three of us came together and um, started Overflow. Uh Um, And it took, we met on a January, I don't remember which day, in January, uh, and then we opened the store in July. So um, the theory behind this is that you don't make money for the store. Is it completely nonprofit? It is completely nonprofit. Okay. Um, and so we do have, um, obviously we're running it like a business. Right. Um, and so we have a little bit of savings. And uh-huh. uh, we do have a full-time employee. Um, Ashley is our executive director. Okay. And then we have three part-time employees that kind of help in different ways. Um, one is a manager, one's kind of an assistant manager, and one is a volunteer coordinator. Okay. Um, and then everybody else is 
volunteer. And so we have about huh. 200 volunteers that really 200. make... 200? Yeah. That's, is that hard to maintain, that volunteer core? It is. It is. It's a lot easier now that we have a volunteer coordinator. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to do it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Now, are volunteers pretty um, reliable? For the most part, yeah. Yeah, we have a couple of different types of volunteers. We have a really strong core of people who um, are coming on a regular basis. They're there one day a week. Um, what do they for do? A couple hours. Um, everything from run the register to help us process donations, clean. Okay. Uh, do you fix train them? Things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We train them on how to sort things, how to price things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's probably several dozen uh, different types of things they can do while they're in the store. So we really try to fit them into their right into their niche, uh-huh. um, into what they like to do. So we have some people who really enjoy working on clothing and some people who really enjoy working on books uh-huh. um, or some people who really enjoy working the register and talking to the customers right. and stuff like that. So, uh, huh. so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so how does, we'll leave a link at the bottom of this podcast, but like if someone was interested in volunteering, mm-hmm. how do they go about that? They can go right to our website, which is overflowthriftstore.org. Okay, we'll also put that on. Yeah, and um, they can go there, and there's a link there to contact us to on how to volunteer. Huh. Uh, they can email us at um, overflowthriftstore.org at gmail.com, okay. um, and we'll get it to the volunteer coordinator who will set them up with a time to come in and uh, get them trained. And, and what is the average time spent by a volunteer there? Um, well, it really depends on the volunteer. We really try to um, customize whatever the plan is to their schedule, and uh-huh. so if they're able to come in for an hour or two at a time, uh-huh. uh, we can make that happen. Um, if it's once a month, if it's once a week, uh, we can really find something uh, for them to do whatever their schedule is. So we have some volunteers that will come in uh, for six hours on Saturday just because they love being there. Wow. Um, and so we have some that will come in just for an hour or two at a time. Okay. So, yeah. So what are some of the things you mentioned the um, place that, that uh, Century 21 had been contributing to? Chest, yeah. So is that one of many that yes. Overflow contributes to? Yep. We have 10 ministries that okay. we actually uh, support monetarily. Um, then we have another 10 or 12 that we support with stuff um, oh, really? that we also uh, give to them. And so um, so the other ones that we support directly are Children's Hope Chest, Life to Life Africa, um, and UCI Haiti. Those are the three oh, core mm-hmm. uh, okay. ministries that we're supporting. Those are the three that we kind of came in with and started with. Um, Do you continue to add more or you kind of keep it at those? Uh, we haven't added any more for a little while directly, uh, but we will add more if we find one that uh, we feel like is uh-huh. uh, meets all the criteria that we've set for uh-huh. the type of ministry we want to support. So the biggest thing is that they need to be helping vulnerable people groups, whether it's orphans or widows. Um, and so we also... A couple of the other ones, just to give you an example, um, are like Wings of Refuge, which helps women get out of sex trafficking. Okay. Um, That's a local organization here in Iowa um, that works to reduce sex trafficking in Iowa. Um, And so we've really appreciated what they've done um, and support that. Uh, Butterfly Freedom House and Matthew 25 House both help men and women get out of prison. Are those local also? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep, those are both local here names and help uh, people get back on their feet again after they've um, mm. been in prison. Those would all be great podcasts yeah, to listen <laughs> to how we help people in those situations because those are things I didn't know. Yeah. You know, and I bet a lot of people don't know. So what's the hardest thing about running just a real t- retail business? 
Um, I think the hardest thing about running a thrift store specifically was really recognizing how much waste there really is and that there's not a lot of great plans for what to do with that waste. And so uh, clothing was probably the Especially in a college community. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of turnover Uh here. And so uh, clothing was probably the biggest thing. We didn't realize how much clothing we would get and how much would not be sellable. Uh, oh, in the store. what do you do with that? Is so, that... yeah, that's a big, yeah. that's a big category. <laughs> um, we actually, about 50% of what comes in, we actually end up bailing uh, into bales, just like a hay bale, if okay. you can picture that. Um, and then it gets put on a truck, a semi-truck, and mm-hmm. we actually ship it to um, an organization that will then resort it um, and either resell it or they'll use it for rags or they'll recycle it. And so they actually pay us like one or two cents a pound. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so we make a little bit off of it, mm-hmm. but it's really a, a way to keep it out of the landfill. Um, huh. And that's one of our goals as well, is to just be wise about the stuff that God's given us and right. use it in a right way. Right, be good yeah. stewards. Yeah. So that's your most difficult part, you think, of running Overflow? Yeah, is figuring out how to handle the amount of waste that there could be. Yeah. Or the things that aren't sellable in the store Okay. is really... Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I didn't think about it before we before started. Before you started, yeah. <laughs> so, wow, yeah. so what's the best thing about Overflow? Um, I would say two things. One is the the stories that we hear um, of people who you know, came into the store right at the right time and they were looking for something for their kids uh-huh. um, and they were able to find it and it was a blessing to them. You yeah. Know, just the people that shop in our store and the stories yeah. were able to hear through that. Right. Um, and just watching how, you know, God works through that. Um, secondarily, I would say I love kind of being that junker and seeing uh-huh. the stuff that comes in. So I <laughs> Sorting love, through it? Yeah, like I, love, sorting I like sorting through donations because you just see some crazy stuff yeah. and so it's really fun to... Huh. to be that person that gets to look through it all. Right. So. Do you work there often? Uh, several times a week. I mean, I'll okay. go in most Saturdays. Um, I sometimes will just go in when I have a couple hours and work on books. That's kind of my department. Your thing? Okay. Uh, is to work on, keep the books organized. Right. Um, and so it just depends on the week, but uh-huh. yeah, I'm definitely there a couple times a week. Okay. Yeah. So has this ever been, just starting this business, Overflow, has it ever been a relationship stressor for you and Chris? Or has it built it? Has it built your relationship stronger? Um, I think it's probably built it stronger overall. Uh, I mean, there's definitely been some stressful times, especially early on before we had <clears throat> before we had all. Chris of the, is your husband. Yes, we didn't. We didn't. I didn't clarify go through that. that earlier, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Chris is my husband. Okay. And um, so I would say early earlier on, before we had enough staff, oh. uh, it was probably a bigger stressor yeah. just because it was taking a lot more time. Mm-hmm. And um, you both have full time jobs. And we both. Mm-hmm. Yep. We both work full time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, there, and it's probably more my passion than it is his. Mm. And so he definitely supports me in that. Of course. Um, but obviously there's times when he's not going to be as passionate about right, it. So right. I would say only really once or twice has it ever been a major stressor. Hmm. Um, but I, most of the time we're, we're mm-hmm. working there together a lot. He That's comes great. in as well. and. Um, he calls it a reverse scavenger hunt because he's, <laughs> he's taking the donations we sort and figuring out where to put them on uh-huh. the store. So, <laughs> oh. so he likes yeah. it. So, yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. What have you learned about yourself in the process of just opening the store? Maybe even leftovers, you know, a long time ago. What have you learned about, you know, you didn't have a retail store and then you decided to do something like that? What yeah. have you learned about yourself? Yeah, I think I've learned that um, I... All the more I am a 
do it person. I'm a, you know, feet on the ground. I just need to go do this, uh-huh. um, and the rest will fall into place. Huh. And I'm not as much of the um, the big picture kind of person. And so, getting the policies set up, getting mm. the you know HR and the volunteer did you even think about system that? set up before you did it. We kind of, I mean, I you I knew that we needed to. Yeah. You know, I knew it was there. It was something that needed to be done, but. Uh-huh. Rec- or seeing how all those things really play into the store running well uh-huh. um, and getting them done was not on your was not my cup of tea I mean <laughs> yeah. it was just not my strong suit uh-huh. you know to know how all those pieces should fit together and right. so I was more the okay let's go paint the walls and yeah put and you'd never run any retail and... business before no okay not... this is your first foray into that yes huh yeah yeah Huh. Well, it's good to have a team then. Yes. Yes, and very much. Instead so. of being all by yourself. Yeah. I would also what? say I would also say just um, I've learned a lot about working with different types of people hmm. too. Cause, like, give me an example. Well, um, I mean, even the three of us that are the co-founders mm-hmm. of the store, um, we have such different personalities and different uh, perspectives that it's been really fun to work with them um, on this and learn about myself and just how. Um, sometimes I make quick decisions and I need to slow down and listen to what, you know, the perspective hmm. of one of the other ones, um, one of the other co-founders. Since Has it also been frustrating, though, because they're different personalities? Um, not extremely. I mean, just any just any team yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. But it's really been more fun um, and a blessing to uh-huh. know them and work with them. And to have a shared vision with them. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. So what has this all taught you about God? Uh, that he is bigger than we... He has the vision, the, hmm. you know, bigger vision than we can even imagine. And I don't think any one of us uh, three that have, um, you know, co-founded this would have thought we would be where we are today. Huh. Um, just because, you know, we're just three people that started uh-huh. this store. And, yeah. Um, and so it's hard to imagine how just from where he brought us and all that he's done through the store. Just, yeah. And I know he has bigger visions than that, and it's still hard to even grasp what uh-huh. he's going to do through the store. And but it's fun to jump in on where he's working already yeah. and be part of it. Yeah, it really is. So we've been able to, um, since we started, we've given away over $80,000 wow. to ministries uh-huh. um, directly. Um, and so it's what been fun, really fun to, to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. What fun. Do you see yourself growing or kind oh, of maintaining? Yeah. Uh, no, we're definitely growing. Uh, Will we you have, have to move out of your, your store? Is pretty packed. Yeah, I don't think we'll have to move for a while. Um, we'll be able to maintain our location. Uh-huh. Um, it's a great location. It, and that's really, uh-huh. it's going to be hard to find a location that beats that. Right, right um, on Duff Avenue there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. the parking could be better. I think mm. that's really the only thing yeah. I, would, I would say could be better. But mm-hmm. uh, the location is good. It's in a good part of town where uh, a lot of times people who need it are, are on this side of town. Uh-huh. Um, and it's something that everybody can find, and so it's it's definitely a good location, um, and we'll we'll be able to grow right where we're at. Okay, so fantastic. So why should we care about orphans, widows, and those who struggle? Because we life? are we are told to <laughs> um, in the Bible. It says to take care of uh, orphans and widows hmm. and look after them, and um, that's really where the vision came from for the name. Uh, there was actually a verse, and now I can't remember it. We might okay. have to look it up. Um, that says from the overflow, uh, give back. And, and really that's where the name came from. Um, as we were praying about what we should call it, we had a lot of different things thought of, but really we came back to the fact that this is supposed to be out of the overflow of our hearts that we give back to others. And, 
uh, and take care of others exactly. that need it. And yeah. So, that are so that just your devotion to Christ and his work motivates you to mm-hmm. serve others. Yes. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. So we talked about this earlier, but how can we get more motivated and how can we get involved? So let's say we don't really have time to volunteer. Is there another way we can get involved in helping? Yeah, definitely. There's, there's several different ways. Um, one is obviously you can support us on um, all the so- social media outlets and share our information. And what do you want? Facebook? Um, Facebook, Instagram, okay. um, all of that. Okay. Um, if you can you know, like our page, share our posts, um, okay. that'll definitely help us get it out to other people. That's a pretty minimal time commitment. Right. Uh, we can always be helped monetarily. We actually have a corporate sponsorship program we're just starting where uh, people and businesses can uh, donate to um, help us get projects done. And so yeah. we really want the sales from the store to cover all of our operating expenses. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have projects that we want to improve things like make new shelving okay. uh, for some of our departments. And um, that just takes cash that isn't in the budget. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the corporate sponsorships will help with. Um, okay. Do you ever do projects for any of these ministries? Um, that's not, what came to mind when you said projects. Oh. But you give them the money and then they're yes. able to do yeah. their projects. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We just give them the, the funds and then mm-hmm. they, they can do what they want with it. Mm-hmm. So some of them we just give financially money financially to and some of them we... Um, like sponsor kids, so, oh, so like Children's okay. Hope Chest, we're sponsoring yeah. 15 kids uh, through that organization. Mm-hmm. But um, like UCI, we're sponsoring some kids that are going to college. Uh, but like, like Life to Life Africa, we're just giving funds to. Okay. And then they can choose exactly how to do it. Mm-hmm. And same with some of the other ones as well. Mm-hmm. And then we also have, um, I didn't mention this before, but we also have an adoption um, sponsorship yeah. program where we've helped. Um, so a couple times a year, we'll take applications um and pick someone to um, support in their adoption expenses. And so we've actually been able to help three families that are... Um, and that's a local That's thing. a local, yeah. We're just wow. doing that with local people that we what a blessing to know them. or can be involved mm-hmm. with the store. And they just have to um, fill out a application. application. Mm-hmm. Yep, we have an application. And they can fill out the application every anytime. Okay. Uh, but we only do that support twice a year. Okay. Um, kind of around the different months that are associated with right. adoption and uh-huh. foster care. Fantastic. That's so, that's great. Yeah, I'd heard about that, and I didn't know. I'd kind of forgotten, so I'm glad you mentioned that. And then there was one other thing, too. Um we can have connection groups come in. So sometimes oh. it's uh, uh, where we don't have, those are kind of our one-time volunteers. And uh-huh. so they'll come in once, a, not necessarily once a month, but like once a semester. What do they do? Um, and so just this week we had a group come in and some of them actually painted one of our rooms uh, that we have that needed to be painted. Uh-huh. Um, and then a couple of them helped with our clothing department, reorganize all the clothing. Um, and then we had some others work on the library and getting that organized. And huh. so it's a fun way to get your group out in the uh, community and do serving. something, serving mm-hmm. um, together and still being able to talk and encourage each other and, right. and have fun. So right. that's a lot of fun. Now, this is kind of off subject. So what is one of your best, like, is clothing your bestseller or books? You said the library is... What sells the best there? Um, well, household is probably our biggest household, cat- of course, because that just covers yeah. a pretty broad you have furniture. spectrum. And then furniture is a okay. big seller, and then clothing is probably those okay. are the top three. Okay. Um, and then all the other departments are pretty small. So we have a shoe department, we have a jewelry department, um, we have the books, we have toys, um, we have um, uh, art, uh, like artwork frames yeah. and yeah. you know decorations mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, and so we have several different categories that we kind of keep track of. Mm -hmm. So do you have people that set those different things up? So it looks really nice. You know, mm -hmm. someone actually puts time and effort into thinking through the displays. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, we have different people who um, work on their department because that's what they like to do. Okay. So uh -huh. um, like we have Sherry who likes to work on jewelry. And so oh, she okay. just, a lot of times she'll even take the jewelry home, you know, detangle it if it yeah. needs to be detangled. Right. Um, but then she'll price it and, and then bring it all back and, and put uh -huh. it on the display rack so that it looks nice. Okay. And so um, we have a group, a couple gals who like to work on linens. And so they just come in and uh, fold and measure um, and work on the linens so that they can be uh -huh. displayed well. Are there guys and gals that volunteer? I mean, oh, I know you talked about yeah. the, the connection groups, but I mean, in general, guys mm -hmm. and gals? Yeah, definitely. Broad range of age? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, we have a couple of college students that come in on a regular basis, okay. basis and then we have um, a couple of older people who are retired that like to come in once yeah. a week. Um, we have a couple of people who come in um, several times a week, uh, just depending on what their schedule is. Uh -huh. um, but they'll come in whenever they can. And just because they love being there, it's a very encouraging yeah. place. and great environment. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun to, uh -huh. to be there. I even like going to donate because I love to look at all the big yeah. <laughs> donation room with all of the things in there. There's so much. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, That's I love that God really placed this uh, kind of vision on your heart and mm -hmm. let you be practical enough to say, this is how it's going to look, and I'm going to get together with these people I don't even know and mm -hmm. start this store. So I love that you were obedient to that vision and that you have a heart for those who Jesus said we need to have a heart for. Would you like to pray for women out there who need to take the next step and maybe getting out of their own world and seeing the world that they actually live in, you mm -hmm. know, and... Uh, gain God's perspective? Sure. Okay. Sure. Lord God, I thank you for um, just who you are and how you've even brought us to this day and this point. Um, and I do want to pray for the women listening today that uh, you would be stirring in their heart to do something that scares them a little bit um, and um, get outside of their comfort zone and outside of their box that they would be able to just trust in you and know that you are bigger than than their than our little boxes that we like to put ourselves in, and um, that you are trustworthy to take care of them even in that scary situation or just in that um, new step that they're going to take. And so I do pray for encouragement. I pray that you would stir our hearts, and I pray that you would open our eyes to see the need and um, do something about it. So I just um, want to pray for the women listening today in that way. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for your love and grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for meeting with us today and kind of giving us a vision for how we can help even when we feel like, oh, that's too far away or I don't know anybody like that. We can help in a way that, that Overflow helps people. Yeah. So we would love to have you come, yeah. come and check it out. Yeah, great. So we'll put your website on the post and then people can go there and check it out. That'd be great. So thanks for meeting with us today. You're welcome. Thanks for walking along with us today. I'd love to get to know you better, so let's walk again sometime, shall we?